Sunday morning. My name is Jaden Jefferson and welcome to this week's Community Focus. This morning I am joined by Nancy Larson, who is uh, running for, to represent Ohio's 41st uh, House District. So good morning. Morning. So would you first be able to give me an idea, because we have a lot going on and a lot has changed since we first talked, you know, issues of abortion rights, gun violence. So have these things changed your campaign in any way? I ran two years ago and met you then. Um, yes, at that point in time, those issues were very much um, on the bottom of people's awareness. I'd say, you know, not even in the top 10 at this point in time when I asked people, what are you most concerned about? If they mention anything at all, uh, guns and abortion rights are, tend to be the things that are top of mind for a lot of people. There's still surprisingly maybe 50 or 60% of people who say, you know, they're not concerned about much of anything and that, that they don't have anything that's a, a burning concern. So that always puzzles me because there's so much that I pay attention to, but there's a lot of folks that are just living their day-to-day -day life, paying attention to their immediate concern, their immediate families, and aren't really paying much attention to what's happening in Columbus. And that's definitely the case for Ohioans, especially when you talk about issues like inflation, where it's hard to you know, spending money now, you have to do a lot of extra consideration with those things. But you're wanting to represent a district that includes Sylvania, parts of North Toledo, and even Oregon. So what's your message to members of those communities? It is a diverse district. It's been drawn to be, I refer to it as a little mini snake on the lake because it goes from Berkey and the Fulton County line through Sylvania up to North Toledo, the land bridge on Alexis over to Point Place, and then across the river to Oregon. We have everything in Ohio. There's rural, there is urban, there's suburban, there's waterfront, um, industrial, manufacturing. Every part of uh, Ohio is represented in that district. My message would be that I would as best as possible attempt to represent each of those disparate um, entities. I think it's drawn to be uh, somewhat of a, of a challenge that it, the independent map makers would not have drawn it that way, to put it that way. It's not contiguous, it's not compact, and in that regard it, it poses a lot of challenge to an individual person to try to represent that diverse but I would do my best to do that. And I'm glad you mentioned that, that it is a diverse district, includes many different people. But one thing that's really impacted all of these people is, of course, inflation, as well as gun violence. And we've seen how that's really just had an impact right here in Northwest Ohio. So I know you have limited authority uh, if you were elected uh, to do anything about gun violence here in the state of Ohio. But are, is, is there anything in particular that you would want to try to tackle and change for voters here at home? We don't have limited, we do over inflation. That is something that is controlled by the federal decisions that are made. And that is not a state issue that we could do anything about. Gun uh, safety measures, however, do very much fall under the bailiwick of the Ohio legislature. The um, measures that have been taken in the last year or so make us less safe as far as I'm concerned and overturning and putting a stamp 
on that that really is the what the democracy requires 90% of us want no loopholes for background checks that is still not the case here a overwhelming majority of people do not want there to be um, concealed carry without a permit people here are not happy with um, open carry i was talking to a, a voter in sylvania the other day and he was extremely upset over the fourth of july weekend his neighbor two doors down was walking around the neighborhood with an assault rifle slung over his shoulder this guy has two young kids um, this is not what Ohio people want. And the legislative folks that are there now are blatantly ignoring and turning a blind eye to that. They do have control of those measures. They put them in and they can be taken out by the right people who would have the, the well-being of Ohioans in, in their, their uh, top of mind when they were there. So those are things, universal background checks, red flag laws, so that people who are suicidal or homicidal could temporarily have their guns removed, um, given back when they were stabilized. Uh, TPS has come out as the Sylvania School Board saying that they will not allow teachers to be armed, uh, encouraging other school districts to make that same move. Um, those are the kinds of things that I would champion. And it's bizarre the lengths that some elected officials have gone when it comes to avoiding to have to do anything about guns. You know, even that bill that would allow teachers to be armed if the district decided to allow that uh, definitely raised a lot of eyebrows and had a lot of people on both sides shaking their head about the lack of action we're doing on the thing that's really been the center of the issue. But, you know, a lot of things have changed these last couple of years, and it just still surprises me um, how much since we first talked. But one other thing, of course, the death of George Floyd occurred a couple of years ago. And now most recently, we had the death of an unarmed black man in Akron, Ohio, just down, just down the turnpike. So it really does uh, go to show that we still have a lot of work to do. So what needs to change on the state level to prevent something like this from happening again? Uh, I did not manage to get the Toledo Patrolman's Association's um, stamp of approval this time around again. Uh, two years ago, they did not endorse me because I had been participating in Black Lives Matter marches and they did not like that. I also talked with them about an assault rifle ban, which is at this point in time, 65% of Ohio or country, I'm not sure if that's an Ohio statistic, but 65% of the people in Ohio are in favor of an assault weapon ban. Um, I think that you're right. We do still have a long way to go when it comes to people of color being treated equally. I, my own reaction when I watched the January 6th riot and coup attempt was I could not believe that they were not being shot at because in a peaceful march in Toledo, we were shot at with rubber bullets and tear gas for doing nothing. And this largely white crowd in Washington, D.C. could assault the Capitol without any of the pushback that I would have expected to see. And I think that was very much a, a racially determined decision. Um, in Ohio specifically, I am not a, in favor of um, tying the police's hands when it comes to actual police work. But as I told them, 
nobody is above the law and everybody needs to be held accountable, whether that is a former president or whether that is police officers who are illegally using their power. So in Ohio, I would want the culture to start to change in the police department that they are also held to a to, to operate within the law. I told them I would give them a lot of grace when it came to being under fire and having to make split second decisions. But when it is an absolutely egregious, uh, flat out murder situation that we have seen on tape with our own eyes, there's no excuse for uh, people who are supposed to be our peace officers to be able to get away with that. And that's for sure. And I always talk about policing is a tough job, but when you have incidents like this where you're seeing the video on tape and then seeing how the, the narrative that's given before we actually see what happens, there's got to be something, something's got to give and something's got to change with regard to policing across the country and here at home. David Pepper, who was the um, ODP chairperson last time, I interviewed him on Wednesday and we were talking about the culture of unaccountability, that we have a lack of accountability in so many areas of our life and that has to change. If people can commit crimes, can be corrupt and take bribes and ignore the law, you know, draw maps that are thrown out by the Supreme Court five times and there's no accountability, this is not a way to have a civil society. It's not a way to sustain a democracy. And the people that are responsible for holding these folks accountable have got to start stepping up to the plate and do their job. And that is something I would argue for and push for and be an activist about as, as a legislator myself. And my final question for you, and I ask this to every candidate that I have that comes on, why are you running? I'm running because I have integrity. I am ethical. I have a commitment to democracy. I know how to listen to people. I know how to solve problems. All of those things are sorely lacking in the state house right now. And I know I bring those to the table in spades. I, I have a heart for this. I have a passion for this. I know at this point in my life, I'm not corruptible. <laughs> I am not going to make decisions that are not in my best judgment for the good of my district and for the good of the entirety of Ohio. And that attitude of, of being there as a public servant with the idea that you are there to truly represent the will of the people. And what I think on a personal level is not important. What I am there to do is to interpret what is the will and for the, the best interests of everybody in the district and in Ohio. I. I know I can do that, and I don't think that there's very many other people running who can make that claim and have a four-decade history to back that up. That's for sure, and seeing what voters are going to decide, it's really going to be, it's going to tell a lot, actually, uh, really, about where, what they want and what needs to change here in the state of Ohio. So Nancy Larson, a candidate running to represent Ohio's 40th, 44, 41st House District, thank you so much for your time. <laughs> Thank you, Jaden. Pleasure to see you again and talk with you. Thank you. I appreciate you for joining me this morning. And after this interview, I'm going to work on talking, which is what I need to work on. <laughs> that is this week's Community <laughs> Focus. Have a great week, everybody.